Our reading as we begin the second week of Advent is Matthew chapter 3 verses 1 to 10. In those days John the Baptist came, preaching in the wilderness of Judea and saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. This is he who was spoken of through the prophet Isaiah, a voice of one calling in the wilderness, Prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. John's clothes were made of camel's hair and he had a leather belt round his waist. His food was locusts and wild honey. People went out to him from Jerusalem and all Judea and the whole region of the Jordan. Confessing their sins, they were baptised by him in the river Jordan. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to where he was baptising, he said to them, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Produce fruit in keeping with repentance. And do not think you can say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. I tell you that out of these stones God can raise up children for Abraham. The axe has been laid to the root of the trees, and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. We saw last week that one of the key themes of Advent is that of watching and waiting, looking and seeing, being ready, expectant for the return of Jesus. Another key theme, another key invitation of Advent is that of preparation. And part of preparation is what the Bible calls repentance. In summary, getting right with God. And that's what this passage speaks into today. John the Baptist has gone ahead of the arrival of Jesus, just like Isaiah said he would, right back in Isaiah 40. This long-awaited Messiah, this long-awaited new king for the universe is coming. Get ready, says John the Baptist. The king is coming and his kingdom is coming too. Now that message had echoed through the life of the people of God for hundreds of years. It was part of their story. It was their message of hope, of forgiveness, of healing. It all made sense to them in the light of their exile experience, being rescued from Egypt, led through the promised, uh, through the desert to the promised land. And in their narrative, in their story, was this belief that God hadn't quite finished with them, that he would come back at the last to bring comfort and rescue permanently and for all creation. Yes, John is saying, that is what's happening now. It's begun, finally. So get ready. The King, God himself, is indeed coming back. And so the question, of course, is, well, how? They weren't ready. They weren't prepared. They hadn't been watching and waiting. That's what's going on in some of those parables that we looked at last week. This idea of being ready and waiting was Jesus' way of saying, you weren't ready and waiting. Now, the phrase, make straight paths, is actually a reference to the fact that when a visiting king would come, a, a, literally a road would be made, straight road, because in those days there wasn't tarmac, and so the roads would shift in the desert sand, and you'd have to keep on restating the road, re-establishing re it, and you'd make a nice straight one so that this visiting dignitary could come straight in. Now here, John is not talking about a literal road, He's talking about the pathway to our hearts, making a road for God to come into the very depths of who we are. Make a road for him by preparing your heart, your life, so that he can enter in easily and freely. This is the invitation of Advent, to repent, 
which literally means to change our mind. It's not often uh, communicated like that. Many people would think if you said to them, repent, it means, you know, oh, suddenly acknowledge that God is God and in fear and trepidation confess that you're a sinner and woe to me. But that's not the biblical landscape for repentance. It's this simple idea of changing your mind. You've seen something new, you've had a fresh revelation and you respond, you adjust, you change your mind, how you see, how you think, how you act, how you live. So that you can take hold of that which you've been shown, that which has been given to you. Now the people of God knew that Jesus the Messiah would come when the people repented, turning to him with all of their hearts. And John has gone ahead, how kind of God, to send someone ahead, even at that last stage, and say, it's not too late to prepare your hearts, to change your minds, to repent. Advent is an invitation for all of us just before Christmas to do that again. And we do it hopefully regularly, maybe daily, but particularly in Advent, we take time to repent, to prepare our hearts, to make straight paths so that when the King of Glory comes again in our midst, we are ready and waiting. Now, that's what's going on with the baptisms. John is baptising people in water. It's this symbolic cleansing of uh, each of us as we step into the grace of God. But in this moment, it's also something more beautiful and profound than just the individuals themselves. There's a sense in which they were doing this to usher in the new thing that God was doing in history. For over a thousand years before, uh, a thousand years earlier, the children of Israel had crossed the Jordan when they first entered the promised land. And here they are going through the river again, as the sign, Tom Wright says, in his brilliant commentary, that they were getting ready for a greater conquest, God's defeat of all evil and the establishment of his kingdom on earth as in heaven. Let's pray. Almighty God, purify our hearts and minds that when your son Jesus Christ comes again as judge and saviour, we may be ready to receive him who is our Lord and our God. Amen.